Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cinematic Schematic, the podcast you can find at thecinematropolis.com, your home to thoughtful conversations on film, and also this year's official podcast for the Dead Center 2021 Film Festival. For listeners out there, this is the first of many interviews we'll be doing as part of exclusive Dead Center 2021 Film Festival coverage. And today, we are joined by the Cinematropolis co-founder from Planet Thunder Productions, who is also the writer and director of a really wonderful Okie short film that is going to be featured in the shorts Okie's number one block at Rodeo Cinema, Snow Day. Snow Day! Anyone else from the 90s remember that movie? It was great. <laughs> Cinematic gold. 90s Nickelodeon films, guys. Come on, come on. <laughs> Keep up. That is right. I am joined by my my friend, who again is a, a co-founder here at the Cinematropolis from Plant Thinner Productions, Jacob Layton Burns. Welcome back to the Cinematic Schematic. Well, thank you for having me. It was a Sunday when it hit. Three days prior, it had been 72 degrees outside. But things can change quickly. It had been expected. The forecast had called it. But to Alexander, seeing it fall always felt like a surprise. Your film is Snow Day, a short film. I debated on whether or not to include a synopsis in this interview for the listener, but... <laughs> I don't want to. We're going to keep it really uh -huh. simple. What is Snow Day? They're going to have to watch to find out. To find out. But all you people need to know is that it involves a snow day. <laughs> snow is involved. I just want to start the conversation about Snow Day off by discussing what exactly makes it unique when compared to some of your previous work, including more genre-heavy fare like Shifter, Electric Nostalgia, or even uh, another previous Oki short film, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. So tell me, what's, what's the difference? There's uh, some major differences uh, between this film and some of those other films. Uh, th this one, Snow Day, was made pretty much entirely by myself. Um, and so I there was no film crew, there was no plan i'm sure we'll get into the mechanics of how it was made and all that uh, in a second but um essentially um it, it stars me i wrote it i directed it um did everything and then some people came in in post-production and did some post-production things but as far as the actual shoot uh and set it was all in my apartment all that um so uh there's that and then also it's more of kind of a straight drama uh than a lot of those others um like let them all Bodies at the Floors, the comedy, um, the feature shifter and electric nostalgia were both kind of sci-fi. Um, definitely lots of drama involved, but they also have kind of a some sort of genre hook onto this on them. Uh, but Snow Day was purely, uh, it's basically just a guy hanging out in his apartment for a day. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, hopefully the drama is still there. Okay, okay. So I have to ask, yes, this is just a guy hanging out in his apartment during a snow day. Uh I mean, again, we're going to get into the mechanics of exactly what the process was like. But last year, we had a lot of snow days. We had <laughs> at, last Halloween, right. I think it was like three days before last Halloween, we had like a historic ice storm that, that shut down some people's like power for like two weeks. Yeah. Followed by in February here in Oklahoma, we had like legendary deep freezes of like negative 20 degree wind chills. Yeah. I'd never been that cold in my life. 
like, like ever. And and most a lot of people lost water and power. Yeah. Um. So. I, I just want to highlight that there's some context here for why I think this is a great movie to highlight as a part of this year's Dead Center Film Festival. So could you tell me a little bit about what inspired you to tell uh, this story during your time on one of these snow days? For sure. So it's, it, it, it kind of evolved from a bunch of little things. So I had, um, last fall, I had uh, just purchased... A, a new camera for myself, just something small that I could um, just use on like smaller gigs or, um, or, you know, experiment with or whatever. And so I had been wanting to, I had in the back of my mind thought, Oh, I should maybe, you know, one great way to learn a camera uh, and, and get used to it is to like make a short film or something with it. Just so you, it forces you to go in deep into all the menus and stuff and, and work on that stuff. So um, but I didn't really have a plan for what that would be. I just thought, eh, if I think of something, that would be a good, good idea. Um, and then um, not long after I got the camera, there was kind of the first big snow day of the year. I think, yeah, it was either October or November or something like that. Um, and so actually what I just thought was, oh, well, snow falling is always pretty. This could be good, like, demo reel footage or something. So I just uh, grabbed the camera and just uh, walked around my apartment complex and just kind of just shot various angles of snow falling and just got a bunch of snow falling footage. Um, and so my only goal when I was filming that original footage was to, um, I was just going to make like an Instagram post or something like I was going to put some music on it and be like, Hey, you know, pretty snow, something like that. You know, <laughs> like, um, and, uh, once I got into the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, editing part and looking at all the footage and once I put some music on it I was like you know this feels like the beginning of a movie um and so I instead of making an Instagram post I was like let me hold on to this for a second and um I got lucky around then because we in normal years uh our snow usually we get like one snow day like one big snow day and then the next day it's like 50 degrees and all the snow goes away and stuff like that um, this particular point in time, I can't remember the month exactly, but we had a huge snow day. There was a day in between where it stayed cold. And then there was another huge snow day, um, uh, the, the very next day. So very close to each other. So in that kind of middle day, um, or on that, that third day when the snow came back, um, that's when I grabbed the footage of myself in the snow um, kind of, uh, there's the movie's kind of bookended with uh, shots of me with the snow falling in front of me and stuff like that. It's a great hat. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you'll all have to see the movie to see the hat. Um, you can you can find those at the the Planet Thunder Productions store. I swear. <laughs> no, check out, just kidding. Uh, we should we should have Planet Thunder branded snow hats, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then even then, I didn't know uh, quite yet what it was going to be. I just thought. Well, I, I, I'll need an actor in this movie. I'm the only one available, and there's snow on the ground, so it's hard to get someone over here. So I'll just film myself, and I'll figure out the middle part later. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that's essentially... So that was kind of where it uh, started from. It just kind of evolved from kind of a few different uh, circumstances and just kind of some luck with the, the snow, basically. So, so essentially... You're like, I could create this really fun, pretty-looking Instagram post. <laughs> but as, as a true filmmaker, you looked at it and you said, like Martin Scorsese, this 
is cinema. Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to turn it into a movie. Exactly. Okay, okay, okay. I, I think that that is, uh, again, true filmmaker to your core there. Now, once you committed to this idea, about how long did it take you to film everything, including the middle part? Um. Yeah, so basically it was kind of those first two snow days, um, and then I think I spent... I think I f- once I figured out what the story was and what the rest of it was going to be, I think I shot most of that in a day. There might have been a you know, shot or two I might have grabbed on another day, but I think I shot most of that in a day. And then there was a few shots that I um, – we had a the major historical snow day, um, snow week really, um, in February – so there was a few shots I was like, oh, that, that shot would look better if there was more snow. And so then once once that hit, uh, I grabbed a few more shots uh, with that new, that blizzard that came through. Uh, and actually, I was worried that it looked a little too snowy. I was like, I was like oh, and that looks like I'm just I'm not making a blizzard. snowpocalypse right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a sequel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, so like overall, it's kind of spread out probably around like four or five days. Um, for the shoot, and then of course, uh, bringing in had uh, um, Ron Chapman was the narrator, uh, and then people doing post production. But the actual shoot um, was yeah, probably around four days. I, I just got to ask the question. I mean, I was gonna mention Laron here um, before we, we wrapped up to talk a little about the post production piece. But I mean, Laron Chapman doesn't narrate your life on snow days. <laughs> I Jacob? mean, he should though. Like <laughs> that was you know that was one of the other inspirations for the the, the short was. And I'm sure everybody listening to this has heard Laurent Chapman's voice before. Um, either Many on times. this podcast, um, and uh, he just has a really great voice. He should be narrating more things, in my opinion. And so that's one of my uh, filmmaking goals in my life has always been like I got to get Laurent to narrate something at some point. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just felt right in this moment. I hope I don't know. He's probably just very humble. Yeah, but like seriously, Laron, if you're listening, <laughs> please narrate more things. Like right? I need, to, I want to write a book so you can narrate it. That's how much I just think you've got that a great soothing, yeah. calming voice that Amazing. is also like you know really easy to listen to. Right. At what point in the process did you bring in Laron? Did you have a full edit together and then you sort of wrote his part? Did you write the part and try to do narration yourself? And you're like, whoa, this is a bad idea. <laughs> like, what, what did that look like? Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember the, I think pretty early once I put music over that initial snow footage way back for the Instagram post, (laughs) um, I had thought, um, one of the first things I thought was, man, you put some narration over this. You got, you got yourself a stew going, uh, (laughs) like you got yourself a movie. Um, and so, yeah, like it really was kind of immediately my first thought was, oh, it's gotta be Laurent. I gotta get Laurent on this. Um, and so, yeah, so I, uh, by the time I shot the rest of it, I had known what the narration was going to be. Um, and then um, he was very gracious uh, to uh, come over one day and record some some VO with me. But uh, Very nice. Um, yeah, I thought he did great. Like, I knew he was going to do good, but I think I was even a little surprised how good he did. So, yeah, Laurent, more VO work. Do it. Please do. Listeners, Laurent Chapman, look him up. Book him for v- your VO gigs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I noticed that there was one other credit for post-production sound. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that process and who contributed on that uh, aspect of the film? Yeah, for sure. So um, just uh, overall the post-production. So like I edited it myself. Ron was the, uh, the narrator. Um, my brother, Zachary, did like the color grade, made all the, the snow pop um, color-wise. And then um, 
uh, yeah, our post-production uh, sound editor was um, Chris Borland. And um, yeah, he's just a local sound guy. Um, and I've worked with him a few times on other projects. He does both post-production sound and on-set sound. Um, and um, yeah, he was able to kind of... Uh, it's it's amazing what those post production sound guys can do. They can really make uh really make things come alive and just kind of add um just kind of layers just through I don't even know all the stuff that they do, but it just kind of it's it's amazing how much more like a movie it sounds when it comes back from those guys. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, because uh, Laurent's VO sounds really crisp. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, even like the the dialogue that you have in the film. Yeah, uh, which again, solo actor. Uh, kudos, sir, for carrying the scenes on your own. Um, but even that, that, that was very crazy. scary. Yeah. <laughs> was, uh, I'm probably not going to get a lot of acting gigs after this one, but, uh, we'll listen, see. man, this was the best single location, single person film I've seen since buried. Oh, okay. I can't name too many other movies I've seen like that. Since <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take it. I'll just, you know. But you and Ryan Reynolds, you got something in common. Man. I know, right? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. So that is snow day. Listeners, check it out. Again, it is going to be playing at the Dead Center Film Festival as part of the Shorts Okies Number One block. Uh, again, I, I actually believe this is going to be one of the films playing in person um, at Rodeo Cinema here in Oklahoma City on Saturday, June 12th at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. At least that's the, the premiere time. I believe it's probably going to play a couple other times during the festival. So, Jacob. Any parting words you would like to leave our listeners with regarding uh, Snow Day or any other projects you're working on? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, actually, also at Dead Center this year, uh, there's a film called Stick Up that I did the cinematography for. Um, it's kind of a dark comedy, uh, kind of a crime robbery gone wrong movie um, that um, I actually haven't seen the finished version of it yet, but it was a very, very fun shoot. Um, so I'm excited to see that. So check that out. Uh, another wonderful thing about Dead Center is if you did work on a film, being able to see it on the big screen for the first time. I know for many folks. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, check it out there. Jacob Burns, thanks so much for joining us on the Cinematic Schematic today. Thank you. And listeners, if you haven't already, you can buy your pass for Dead Center at deadcenterfilm.org. Uh, you can also buy an individual ticket uh, for that uh, Shorts Okies number one block if you really want to check out Jacob's work along with a number of other wonderful Oklahoma short films. For more thoughtful conversations that excite, inspire, and connect filmmakers and film enthusiasts in order to foster that film-going community across Oklahoma, you can subscribe to the Cinematic Schematic via your preferred podcast app, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or you can just go wherever your podcasts are found. And you can also head on over to deadcenterfilm.org for more information on Snow Day, along with so many other wonderful films playing at the festival. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you again next time.